Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Michigan Avenue Media and the World of Ink Network. This podcast was founded in 2011 by Marsha Casper Cook and Virginia Grenier. Their focus has always been on helping writers reach their dreams by having informative and entertaining shows. You will also hear the latest information on what's new and exciting in the publishing and marketing industry. And the shows will also cover discussions on screenwriting, audiobooks and movies. New to the shows will be the latest style and trends in fashion, as well as nutrition and how Pinterest can add just the right spark of attention you may need for your projects. So, sit back and relax and enjoy the show. You can find out more information about our shows and being a guest at www.michiganavenuemedia.com. Hi, everybody, and um, this is Hello Hollywood, which is um, Good Stories of Good Story, Michigan Avenue Media. We're going to have a lot of fun today, but I just wanted to uh, extend our my my thoughts um, on the Ukraine, and I hope people are, will stay safe and be well. Uh, my grandmother was from uh, Kiev, so um, she's gone now, but I'm just praying that all world goes well. It's, you know, always terrible to see people suffering so so our best wishes and hopes that everything works out and people people will stop this soon so they can go back to their you know i don't know if they they can't go back to their life so i just you know hope they're well and stays you know the women are separated from the men it's it's very it's a horrible thing so i'm just thinking of them and hopefully this will be over soon. All right, and so I have two guests on, Jennifer Connor and Kristen Lindsay Hager. So we will let them I'll come on and we will discuss Hollywood because with all the bad news and all the sad things happening, we're lucky to have diversions. And with the pandemic, you know, for the last two years, people have watched series after series and movies. And we've had these shows in the summer, but I decided... I think people need these shows, you know, about Hollywood because there's so much to watch. So we're going to talk about some of the things we watch and some of the things that are coming up. So this will be a fun show. So let's get going. All right, Jennifer and Kristen, I'm glad you two are here because I've talked to both of you about this and you watch a lot of TV. So, um, Jen, do you want to give some of your – maybe we should just, just give a little brief of who you are, Jen, and then Kristen. Yeah, hi. Uh, hi, I'm Jennifer <laughs> Connor, and um, I've uh, I run a, a indie publishing company called uh, Books to Go Now. Um, we've got about five or six hundred authors and a couple thousand titles, and and uh, um, also a uh, cover design and uh, marketing um, firm called Romance Novel Covers Now. And uh, on my own, I've written over eighty books and have a screenplay that's. Uh, it's moved on from a trifecta, whatever four is. I've won four uh, uh, screen or finalized in four uh, screenwriting contests with a horror screenplay called Starvation Heights. So moved away from the romances into some creepier stuff, but that's been fun. So thank you for having me on today. Oh, you're welcome. Okay, and Kristen, how you Hi, doing? Hi, I'm Kristen Lindsay Hager, and I'm a young adult writer. I'm the author of the Star series, the Cecily Taylor series. And I also write a middle school series called the Landry's True Color series. Okay, and then this will be a fun show because we've talked many times about what the what are the things that we like. So, um, Kristen, what are some of the things that have kept you going during this? You know, during the last two years, people have watched a lot of TV: Netflix, Hulu, Prime. You know, Peacock. There's so many now. So, what what are some of your favorites? Well, I like, um, like for escapist stuff, um, for like when things are getting really heavy and you just need a break, um, I like to go to the ones like American Dad is always the go-to because it will make me laugh. Um, Bob's Burgers, things like that, you know, The Simpsons, like the lighter stuff where when you need a laugh. Because that's one thing, too, they always say that when you laugh and stuff, it's good, you know, reduces cortisol and everything. So I always yeah. go to comedy. <laughs> Or stuff like that. But then there were certain ones. I don't normally binge as much as I have the last two years. 
And there were certain ones that I couldn't turn off, like Outer Banks just had me riveted. It's, you know, the teenagers, they're running from, you know, one was framed for something and they're running and, oh, my gosh, that I just could not stop watching that. Um, and, but, you know, like lighter stuff too, like the Babysitter's Club, but Only Murders in the Building was one that really had me, you know, every week tuning in. Um, just so many good shows, but I do like what I need to escape as well, mysteries, like the Hardy Boys on Hulu, um, Nancy Drew got me kind of like hooked. So my tastes are kind of all over, like documentaries, um, the cuter stuff, you know, a little bit of everything. Yeah. yeah, see, that's, yeah, people are just shifting to a lot of things. Jen, what about you? You've been busy watching yeah, things I, too, I know. <laughs> I have limited time too, so we were we were talking earlier uh, before we came on about the the uh, fact of finding times to either finish up series or to yes. to get through them. So um, I'm in two different uh, movie movie clubs that started during COVID, and so we're still doing them. So it that keeps me on task to watch uh, watch these movies, and I also have this uh, weird. You know, I've always done of trying to see all the best picture nominations for the uh, Oscars that are on the yeah. 27th of this year. So um, yeah, I know last year, know. of course, was kind of a kind of a mess, and so I've I've made my my way through a, a big chunk of the the best pictures. And um, as far as series that I I do like all different kinds of series. Um, I after well during COVID, I just I haven't been able to watch anything. And when I say too dark, there's some that are because uh, Ozark is a favorite, and and yeah. um, but there's people in there that uh, Ruth Ann is just my favorite character, and yeah. she uh, she's the lightness and the dark, and so all these yeah. other people are just so crazy and it's so violent. But you just I know. you're just pulling know. for her it's so very much. violent, and yeah, but you kind of are it's rooting very for violent, certain people. I know, I know, yeah. There's so many series out there that like everybody is just bad, and there there's nobody that's good, and they're just everybody is just so violent, and I just I can't do it right now. I can't, and and it's funny when yeah, you say, yeah. oh, I love Ozark, but, but you've got people that are that are good in that pile of pile of junk that is the rest yeah. of the, you know that that so it's uh, very well written characters. Yeah, I think, well, that's the thing. Well, naturally, because all three of us are writers, you know, that's the thing. When they're really great characters, you know, but uh, like some people have said to me, you know, that they feel like some of these things, you know, they don't really need to be on that many, you know, they have, you know, season one, season two. I mean, there's so many. So I think sometimes when people see there's five seasons and they're just starting to watch it, they're going, oh, can they do all? You know, it's like a job. I think it's because there's so many to see, you know. Uh, some of them, for myself, I watch them through, and then some I don't. Like I know Kristen was saying also, you start some and you don't finish them, you know. And you were saying, that, you know, that's what happens sometimes. I try to be... You know, I try to finish them because sometimes, you know, the ending really makes it all seem worthwhile sometimes. But you were talking about, I would like to talk about one thing about the Academy Award ones. What, which ones have you seen for the Academy Awards that you really, that you've liked? Um, so, uh, actually, last night I saw Coda, which just won the, um, yeah, the was Screen it good? Actors Guild. It was good, probably. It is yeah. fan. Fantastic. Yeah, that's <laughs> it was, on my list too. Right. Yeah, everything that we need right now. I'm telling yeah, Marley you, Matlin is just, in that. Yeah, yeah, should be correct. correct. And I, the I rest know. of the actors. So the three main actors are deaf, and then the yeah. daughter. So just in a nutshell, so she. Um, they own a fishing uh, fishing business, and uh, the mom, the dad, and the and the son are deaf. And then the teenage daughter has to do all the work as their interpreter for everything that they do. And then she she decides she wants to go away to college and have her own life. And so there's there's lots of family uh, family drama, but in a good way. That it's just it's boohooey. It's great. It's just from the heart. It's just the whole family dynamics is just fantastic. And so um, I would, you know, 
I would definitely uh, yeah. Probably I actually know uh, when I worked for pediatricians for years, there were you know a couple that they were both deaf and their daughter and son weren't. So it was always interesting watching the dynamics as the kids got a little older of how you know they progressed and their parents were so like they were really nice people and and they raised two nice children. So it's it's. It's a very it's tough life, but they really do a great job. So I, that's why I was looking forward to watching this because I've seen this before. It, you know how because it's very hard, but it's heartwarming. I'm sure to watch everything that goes on and Apple, in their family. Apple bought it at the Sundance Film Festival, I, I guess maybe last year for twenty five million dollars. She was saying at the SAG wow. and that won yeah. the best uh, best picture. So. Yeah. It's a it's definitely a step up for an indie film, um, an indie film that is such a feel good movie that you know that, and that's always my bar of of an Oscar movie is that I want to turn around and go back in and see it again. You know that right, um, right, yeah. So, uh, Belfast, I saw that in the theater, and um, yeah, I uh, haven't gone to a movie Kenneth yet. Bronick. So how? When you go to the movie, how is it? I mean, are you separated, or is it, you know, the seating yeah, is the same? Know, the thing is, is that there's not very many dang people in the theaters anymore. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, there's a lot yeah. more people in the grocery store when you go there or Costco than there is. That's true. You know what? I always love going to movies. I mean, my husband and I, we'd, every weekend we go to two or three because I just love it. And I, that's what I miss, too, a lot. You know, because I used to like the reactions of people. I bet you know how they reacted, and it's not that way anymore. You know, I used to listen to them as they walked out. You know, if they liked it or didn't. You know, and what they were saying. I thought it was mm-hmm. always so interesting. So that's you know, and that's I you know I guess they're making money, you know, with these films. But I don't know. I mean, you know, I don't know how many people. I don't know people that are really going to the movies. So you know, on occasion I hear somebody, I but most movie, people so don't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what other is there another one that you film. another one? Um, um you have well, Belfast don't look up nominated. Uh Don't Look Up is nominated. Love that. Yeah, um, yeah. I think most people have that. seen that on Netflix, yeah. you know, it's it's pretty mm-hmm. great. So um have not seen Drive My Car. That's uh, uh Japanese I think it is and it's not yeah. released anywhere yet. So yeah, I know. Dune yeah. um I watched that on uh, TV, but it was released in the theater too. Um, it's was it a good? great production. If yeah, if, if you, I'm beautiful, uh, beautifully made. So um, King Richard is the one that Will Smith backed yeah. about right. the uh, uh, um, the Serena and, and um, the sisters, the tennis sisters. You're right, um, right and uh, he's fantastic in it. So it's yeah. good to see that one. I haven't seen Licorice Pizza yet, um, though I hear that that I don't know. Really is good. it is that out? Though? I mean, I, is it somewhere on TV? I don't think it yeah, is yet. It's I think at the, no, it's at the theater. Yeah, right, just at, at the, the theater. theater. Right. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and now, then there's the one. There's I can't oh. think of the name of it now. The daughter. Uh, wait, um, I forgot the name of it. Um, oh, it was Olivia Coleman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, last daughter or something. Yeah, yeah I but, saw that. That was it's very intense, lost but daughter. she's she's in, daughter, incredible. Yeah. She's unbelievable actress, Olivia <laughs> Colman. Yeah, oh she is, and, and good in anything she's in. But and yeah, I Maggie Alley, Gyllenhaal. Maggie, uh, I think Jermall. Maggie Gyllenhaal directed it. I think she did for that one. I think I, she's a director. Sure, yeah, I think but, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like her. Too. So I mean, yeah. So you've seen a lot of these. This is good, you know. Uh, I feel, I'm going to be having to watch. I, I used to see all of them, and I, that's what I feel bad about is not seeing some of these. So I will be. That's what I'm going to do, you know. But then you get so sidetracked. That's what happens. I've been getting and sidetracked, and then I myself have watched ones again. Like I watched Mad Men again. I watched uh, The Affair again. I'm watching, <laughs> um, you know, and I enjoy these the second time much more a lot of these yeah. you know uh homeland i mean you know there when you really think about it i mean it really helped people so much during 
you know, COVID. I think that this is really, without that, a lot of people would have been much more depressed. They they, they are depressed now anyway. That's another show I'm going to have. It's because people can't get out of the depression that they're in. Kristen wants to have that, too. I think he wanted to talk about that, too. Yeah. You know, for all these people. So, uh, all right, so out of, like, like Emily in Paris, I think it's a really cute, um, and it's just a, taste of you feel like you know you're watching like what she does in paris it's clothes it's cute you know and i think people need those you need those as well as the others so i think there's a well there's like a well-rounded type of movie everywhere you know peacock has some really good ones and they have different genres so i think all of them are represented pretty good netflix prime hulu you know they all seem to be doing a good job now of even bringing back older films that people had never right. seen before, and I think that's yeah. a good thing. Because, yeah, because some of them are really good. I, you know, um, so I mean, what we're probably going to do. I know we're going to have one on the Gilded Age, you know, and Downton Abbey's a movie coming out. So mm-hmm. I know that Jen watches. What about you, Kristen? Did you watch Downton Abbey at all? Or? A little bit, and I've just started the Gilded Age. Yeah, because I like yeah. the whole that, Edith Wharton period. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, I, I never used to really watch as many of those, but when I started watching Downton Abbey, I I loved it. I I actually watched it in reverse because I said, "Oh, this is too many seasons." So I started watching it from I don't know if it was the second or whatever, and then I went all the way back, you know, and watched the whole thing. Because I just, you know, I just didn't, everybody was talking about it, and I said, I don't know. I mean, there's so many I have to watch. How am I going to go watch all of these? But once I start, if it's really good, I think that's what happens. If it's really good, then you really like it, you're going to go back and watch the whole thing. Even yes. if you just start in the middle of something, you know. So I think... I think that's what's happening to people. You know, they really enjoy this. And I actually think for writers, it's really good because you're seeing such, uh, I mean, there are so many to watch that there's just a different take on so many things. Now, you said documentaries. Do you have any documentaries that you that you would like to recommend to people? Oh, there's, um, uh, there's one on HBO that talks about, um, like, the Olympic athletes and, like, what they went through after winning gold or if, if they didn't win gold. Um, yeah. it was Michael Phelps is like the one that narrates it, and Sasha Cohen, the figure skater. Um, there's some runners, uh, Gracie Gold, the figure skater. As you can tell, I'm into figure skating. Um, yeah. They talked about like going through like, anxiety. Um, Gracie Gold also developed an eating disorder. And Sasha Cohen made a really good comment about she really didn't have like kind of like extracurricular activities or like hobbies or really even like a lot of friendships. Like her whole life was going to the rink, and then when it stopped, you know, and then she talks about, like, falling at the Olympics and stuff and um, when everyone thought she was going to be the gold medalist. That was really interesting. And then there There's was so much pressure on them. There's so yeah. much pressure on them. I mean, oh, my God. I mean, you know, and uh, the, it, it takes a toll on your, you know. I mean, I do think kids, you know, and younger people need to be with people, but they're they, – have such schedules that they don't have time for fun. I think that's what's happened. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's a gruel, it's grueling, but it's so wonderful to watch. But what they all have to go through, I mean, oh, my God. Yeah. It's, you know, I mean, you have to feel, you know, and their parents, it's all, you know, you, when you're watching, well, you don't, this time we didn't get to see on the Olympics too much of the parents, you know, because they weren't there, and which is another thing that's hard all these kids being without their parents there, too, in Olympics now. Yeah, and there was a couple of things that came up in it that I didn't realize, like, um, financially, like how how difficult it is for them financially. And if they aren't, you know, performing at, you know, the peak, then they can get dropped by, you know, sponsors or whoever is, you know, backing them and stuff and, like, the the pressure because it really is a thing where you're putting all your eggs in one basket. So if it doesn't work out, then then what is kind of, you know, like the, the, kind of the thought you're left with is if it, this doesn't work out, then I don't have a plan B. I put everything in plan A, and that was another, like, kind of shocking well, realization. Right. Like, yeah. 
that they don't have a plan B. Yeah, that's kind of, you know, <laughs> I guess that is sad. You know, in life, I guess you have to have a plan B and C these days. I think you yeah. have to have, you know, you can't always just get what you want. Sometimes you have to start somewhere else in any profession, which is, you know, the same with a lot of these actors. You know, some of these actors, which is the good thing now, is that age, is for a long while, anybody over 40 or 50 didn't get a role especially a woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't get roles. And now because of Netflix and all of these things they're getting, they you know, they're producing them themselves and they're and there's a lot of people in their 60s, 70s and 80s that were disappeared and now they came back, which I think is great for them. You know. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, because well, another one good. I another one that I was really into and a lot of people were watching was The Last Dance about the Chicago Bulls. Um, that one was really interesting because there was a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. And I was really into basketball back then. And there were a couple of things that I noticed that some of the players said, that that's not how I remembered when some of the interviews. Um, yeah. Because that was right at the time where I kind of wanted to go in sports reporting. And I, I was, like, looking stuff up. I'm like, wait a minute, that's not how I remembered that. And there was another sports reporter that kind of called some of that stuff out, too. But that well, was yeah, really because- interesting, too. Right. If you get five people in a row in a room and they all did the same experience, they'd all remember something different. <laughs> it wouldn't be the same experience, I think. I, I do. It was really interesting too to see how some of the guys reacted to Michael Jordan. I was surprised at that. You know, kind of referring to him a little bit as a bully. I didn't. Oh, I was like, oh, I didn't realize that. And. It was just, it was really eye opening too, you know. And anytime you get a little bit of time and space, you get much more of a, you know like a varied account of things. Whereas if you interview somebody right after something happens, you only get the highlights. You know, people kind of brush well, some of it yes. under the rug. Yeah. And so a little well, right. bit of well, the um, you know background. It's not right. It's not great all the time for some of that. You know, they're right out in the everything. They're like scrutinized on everything that they do. You know, so I, I mean, I, I got. I'm looking here now at like Netflix. So, um, wh- which one would you want to talk about, Jen? That you, you know, would like to discuss some of the characters in it. If is, is there anything you'd want to talk about with some of these characters that oh, you enjoyed? Just to back up for just a second on the documentaries, um, my movie. Yeah. Somebody in my movie group picked a documentary called The Rescue, and I think it's on the National Geographic uh, uh, app. Is it good? That the, it's about it's about the um, Thai soccer team that got stuck in the cave, and uh, it oh, is okay. amazing. And really, it the way that the way he filmed it and everything it is talk about edge of your seat. Of, I mean, we know the outcome that they survived, but the way they film it because they thought that all of those kids were going to die, and yeah. That it was amazing what these uh, cave divers went through to get them to get them out of there, their feet to get oh them God. out of there. And these yeah. guys were such geeks that everybody was like, "Why would you want to cave dive? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard." And they were the only ones in the world that could do this, you know, this feat to get these kids out of out of there. So yeah, yeah really, really good, really good. See, though, right? I mean, but there they, are a lot of yeah. There's so many documentaries, right? You know, and. Like CNN is putting is doing a lot of series now about like Marilyn Monroe and they did things like that because you know it's it's very interesting because it's people are really not what you think they are you know uh, stars are just like regular people I mean they have a life and they're out in the public but they also have their trials and tribulations like everybody else and they and their life doesn't always go perfectly you know and when you're you know, like they've had, you know, Frank Sinatra, they've had those people, you know, on, I've, uh, I think they've had, I think it's, I don't know if it's Netflix, I don't think it's Netflix, I think it might be Hulu. Hulu has quite a few of things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, when you actually think about it, if you go down the, the only thing I don't like is sometimes it takes too long to figure out what you're doing. Because, you know, <laughs> sometimes you're at a spot and then you can't find it again. So you better write it down or do something because you won't find it. <laughs> you got to go through everything. <laughs> yeah, really. And it really is yeah, hard. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, I think there should be something, you know, easier to do because sometimes you're watching something for a few minutes and then you've lost it. If you didn't write it down, you are not finding that again. I mean, because it's, yeah. it's, they're loaded yeah. now. I mean, now they're all loaded with movies, you know. And um, I, there's a yeah, lot of Yeah, you were talking into- about uh, – Sorry. 
the no, real life stories. Um, one of the movies that I that I watched that uh, has gotten some notoriety, but the the eyes of Tammy Faye that uh, just oh I saw that that was really good. Award, oh, that was it so was good. Really good, really good. I mean, talk she about stuff that you I had forgotten about, you know, and yeah, just really a spearhead for the well, you know, LGBTQ I, I, you community. Know, and she, <laughs> Jessica Chastain did a fabulous. I mean, she it was really good, and you know I you know. I think, you know, Tammy Faye was very different than people thought. I, you know, one time, I think, um, you know, I would watch a lot, like before they had all this on demand and all of this, you could just switch the channel and you could see all these people, you know, don't, giving money to all the, you know, to to them, you know, Tammy Faye and her husband, you know, and all of that. And, you know, that was really kind of interesting to watch it in real time. Because sometimes I'd turn it on and I would just go, I can't believe this, you know. And people <laughs> are just giving all their money. I mean, hard-working people were giving them money, and they were yeah, going they out were and kind doing of whatever. Yeah, they were kind of the first mega But yeah. she kind of never, I mean, she wasn't completely innocent, of course, because she did. She was living the high life. But she, but she never, wasn't any. I don't think she, she always, right, right. Yeah, she, yeah. she, uh, she never lost her goodness towards people that she, you know, I, I felt that she was doing God's work as far as, as not saying, I liked her. Well, I, you know, I liked watching. I, I actually watched it them, sometimes. You know, so. She would be crying <laughs> and then she'd be laughing and then she'd be singing <laughs> and then she'd be talking about her trips, you know, and, uh, but it, it they did a great job of it. I mean, but she's fantastic, and I would love to see Jessica Chastain win the Best Actress for that because yeah. she is crazy balls good in that. So yeah, so I watched I watched Gucci the other day, and um, actually, you know, I mean, the, the acting was good. I, I mean, it was good, but you know, that's that's the thing. Some of these actresses are so good now. I mean, they really are. You know, I mean, they've got some <laughs> really talented people out there. These days, I mean, I and think Jared you know, Leto in that movie is crazy. Oh my God, Jared, I didn't know Jared that was Leto. him. I that didn't know it was he, him uh, until I, I saw it the screen. I know that face. Where do I know him? Did and you, then I, of course, I had to look it up. And yeah, I didn't even think like I like I was watching the screen screenwriters uh, awards, and I really did not know it was him. He, it was unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> you, he really did not look like him. I mean, it was. Unbelievable! What a transformation! And I think you know um, Adam Driver. Like I watched him years ago with um, in Girls. His career has skyrocketed. I mean, from Girls. Mm-hmm. But I was watching him ride the bike in um, Gucci, and he used to ride his bike. I think it was in Girls when he was at, with Dina with um, Lena Dunham. You know, and he started out when people didn't really know who he was at all, and he's really been in a lot of movies, you know, mm-hmm. and um, it was pretty good. I mean, I I expected it to be not as good as it was, but the acting was good, though. I mean, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I think but, the story was probably better than the screenplay, the actual story well, itself, because that was a crazy yeah. story. <laughs> so, yeah, it was kind of crazy story. Like Versace, know. I mean, a lot of these stories, you know, they're, they're interesting, though, but the cast, you know, Lady Gaga was is really good in it, though. I have to say, she's a really good actress. She is. I mean, mm-hmm. in my opinion, she's she a is. really, you know, and I think a lot of these singers are great actresses. Yeah. Like Barbara Did you mention the Versace one? I could not you see it? finish the Versace one. It was so oh, that was upsetting very to me. I know. It was, well. I had followed. Yeah, I was a big fan of um, his, like, starting in high school, I was just obsessed with fashion. And he, um, when he passed, I followed, the, you know, like, everything that was going on with that. And so I, I kind of knew a little bit what was coming, so I thought I was prepared but I was not prepared. And there, there was so much, like, no. shock value to that one. Like, they'd it do one intense. scene and the next thing, it was like, oh, oh yeah. and it, was, it got to be too much. I think I made it maybe, like, three, four episodes in, and I was like, nope, I can't. Yeah. I can't you go know, through right. the emotional <laughs> ring. They do show a lot of, they do show a lot of scenes, uh, more so on the, when they have them on TV, it seems to me, they, sometimes they're, in that particular one, there were very intense scenes in that, yeah, that were, um, 
you know. And but I think that's what happens sometimes. It's what the traffic. You know, it depends who's producing it. You know, Ryan Murphy produced it, I think, and um, he got everything right. out there. You know, <laughs> and uh, I'm. When oh you God. do Glee and American Horror Story, you've yeah. got your full mm-hmm. uh, full yeah. gamut yeah. from one side to the other because <laughs> I'm a big American Horror Story and I've watched it kind of since the first year, but it's gotten a little, I mean, the couple of seasons I was just like, nope, can't do it. It's just like, yeah. this is way off my rails. So it's, you know. Yeah, see, sometimes they go too far. They really, you know, uh, they really do, and it's very realistic. And you're watching this, and sometimes that, sometimes that's why I look say to myself, I'm, to myself, I'm going like, am I really watching this? Because I really liked Queen of the South, and I'm watching it, but they're just shooting and killing people and knifing people. I'm thinking, am I really watching this and loving it? <laughs> you know, and that's what we have to sometimes sit back and go, really? I mean, but you think about some of the things that you watch. And yeah, it it they're intense, you know. I mean, that's Ozark what the evening is, news is, is for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But Ozark you know, turn on the very, Look how I mean, Ozark I is very dark. From, but it's yeah, I had to take a break from high drama right now. Yeah, I know. I think a lot of some people I know are doing the same. Like Ozark, like it was, Ozark is so intense sometimes, and it's like. But you just keep watching it. You're compelled to watch these people. It's almost got you know, this weird underline of black comedy. So it's because some of yeah, the scenes like, and like some of the you, stuff, when and Jason it's, just, it's almost a black comedy that it. <laughs> Jason Bateman. It's like I, I watch anything. I, I really like him, and it's you know he. When he's talking, he's just like you. You just listen to everything he says. You know, I mean, and you get to feel for that family, even though they're doing things that are really not the best. You know, the best things to do, but you get involved in them, in their family life. Well, he's trying to just keep them alive, but Wendy, <laughs> I who know, dog is she's gone off the rails. I know, <laughs> I know, and, but she's so great too, Laura Lindley. She's you oh, know, and because, that, and that you know why? Because so she great, didn't start out that is. way, right? <laughs> yeah, and it's like. You know, I thought for sure she's going to go with the cartel guy, but she didn't. You know, but I kept thinking, will she be going with the cartel guy? <laughs> and they didn't do anything with that. You know, but when Marty, you know, you just you end up feeling sorry for him, even though you're watching how he got into this. But you do, you know, and it's really the acting. I think is really good in Ozark. You know, and Darlene, the character. I mean, it's like. It's like you can't. Some of the scenes, I mean, were really intense. You know, I mean, they are, but but good. And everybody's waiting and from for the writing come. side. You know, they always say, "Don't make your characters one-dimensional." And so here, Darlene's got, you know, she's got a baby. She's got a, a thirty years younger <laughs> than her boyfriend. She's got all this. She's selling honey at the farmers market, yep. and then she, and then she's know, got a shotgun. Often people, yes, yeah, shooting people. She's got this big shotgun, <laughs> and and you're watching so her, you know. And you just go, oh my god! You know, she just takes out that gun, and that's the end of it. You know, when they walk like, into the room, you're just like, this is not going to turn out good for you. <laughs> right. When she's in, right, she was in a scene. It's like, oh my god! You know, and I kept thinking, oh, maybe they're going to bring the brother back. You know, and maybe he didn't die. But then I'm thinking, yeah, they, but they did put him in. They did put him in the oven, but. Um, then I kept thinking, wouldn't it be good if they really didn't die? That you know, maybe <laughs> there was somebody else in there because you never saw him get killed. Really, you knew he did, but who knows? That's for another right. time. We'll see what happens. One never knows in Hollywood. Yeah, you, you know, got to give do... me good along with. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> got to give me some characters to cheer for besides just the bad guys all the time. So well, right. I think that's that's really what it is. I think because years ago. Years ago, you could, you really had to leave your audience with more positive. Now, sometimes it's not. So, I mean, it's different yeah. than it was because you you always tried for an ending that was more positive and something good. But now it's not always that way. It's not always good. In fact, it could be bad, you know. But um, Handmaid's Tale, like yeah, I, one of my... I had... Yeah, that was one that I didn't watch, and then I did watch, and I just went crazy with it. And I've had several shows we talked about, you know, <laughs> and uh, they're coming. There's more for that too, but you know, it's 
not everybody can watch these shows. And so, like Kristen, yeah, you're saying, right. like you're watching the Hardy Boys and things like that because it, you're not going to see this on those shows. Yeah, yeah. There are some days, especially like right now, where like high drama is not where it's where it's at for me. Like the other day, I hadn't really watched anything other than news for a while, and I put on Patsy and Loretta about Patsy Klein and Loretta Lynn. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. I know how this is going to end. Patsy Klein right, is, right. you know, dies in the plane crash. But I was crying so hard at the very end of it, and I think it was that pent up emotion from everything that's going on right yeah. now. And Patsy Cline, you know, and, and really the actors in it were so good, and the actor that good. played Patsy yep. Cline yep. was excellent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, those are always good her. movies. You yeah, yeah, those are always good movies to watch, you know. I mean, they just are. You know, there is, there's so many good movies to watch, you know, and I, I do wish there would be less series and more movies because yeah. I just sometimes want it to be two hours and over. Yeah, that's but true. that's not what's happening. It's definitely yeah, they're coming out with a lot of miniseries that are like seven or eight episodes, which is just the perfect sweet spot. So, <laughs> yeah. well, I think it's good. What like with Amy? Okay, like me, I call, keep calling her Amy, but I mean with um, Emily in Paris, they're short, so they're like yes. thirty-five mm-hmm. minutes. You know, they're not long, so you can really get through it fast. You know, and that's you know one of the things, you know. I mean, also, Halston was good. Did anybody see that one? I watched part no, of it, yeah. That one. <laughs> he was good. It was very good. In yeah. It was a very I good I love one. Ewan McGregor, and I've pretty much yes. seen everything he's in. So, yeah, yeah. but the uh, one good. of my feel-good shows is uh, All Creatures Great and Small, which has been on uh, PBS, and, and I watched the first season. The second season was even better, and oh, it's just... And I just lay on the couch, and every scene I say to my husband, I say, "Isn't that pretty?" Because I swear they just drive around <laughs> and just shoot it, and, the, and you know, and it's it's just nice, and it's a sweet love story, and it's you know, and it's beautiful. So the uh, yeah, that's all definitely walk away small. feeling. What is that on? What what is it? All is creatures it great and small. It's not on PB, PBS. Oh, it's PBS. On PBS. Okay. Yeah. So and um. But yeah, it's just it's be- so beautifully filmed, and and uh, so we're gonna go on a bus trip through Yorkshire because I'm like I want to see these places, these little mm-hmm. little rock bridges yeah. and these things, you know, because it's just so pretty. So, but well, right. I mean, because if you know, that's the thing. Because some of these, some of um, I think I, I'm trying to think of the one it was. I'm gonna look it up right now. That um, it wasn't Andy McDowell. Well, Andy actually, the maid was really good. Andy McDowell's daughter. I, I didn't know who the girl was that in the maid with Andy McDowell. Mm-hmm. That's her real daughter. Yeah, I heard the that. Actress. Yeah, and it was really good. I did binge on that one because I, the way she just she had such a hard life, and she pushed herself to better herself. In the worst of circumstances, so the maid—that's re- it's a very, it's really good. You know, I mean, that was one of—I just couldn't stop watching that one. It just because you just watch someone, you know, how their life is not great, and then they work themselves to make themselves have a good life. It's that I really—I love those kind of things, and that was one of them, the maid. You know, one of my. Maid, um, <clears throat> When we put it into the top movies, that has definitely just keeps ticking up, and my movie group picked it, so I rewatched it for the third time. It's called The Hunt for the Wilder People, and it's on, I think it's on Netflix or Amazon, and uh, it has uh, Sam Neill in it, but it's directed by oh, I like Tiki, him. Uh, wa- uh, Tika Watiki that did uh, Jojo Rabbit. But it is one of it has become one of my favorite um, feel good, just uh, from the heart. What's it called? Um, hunt. What was it called? Uh, it's called the Hunt for the Wilder People, oh, and it's okay. about this little chubby dorky kid that's in the foster care system that nobody oh. wants, and they and they send him mm-hmm. out to this farm out in the middle of the outback oh. in New Zealand. 
and it is just this crazy adventure. But uh, the director just really has this eye for telling the story from a child's eyes, a child's point of view of, you know, that uh, life's not too bad because you're out there in the in the wilderness, you know, and it's it's just the best. I just love it. And I think it's really come into my top 10 movies. So it's, which is really? saying a lot because wow. I've seen a lot of movies. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that one. I didn't know that one. I'm going to have to check it. Highly recommend it. Anything he makes, but anything he directs, but the, uh, yeah, it's a great one. I was looking for a movie right now that I'm trying to, <laughs> that was really good with Richard Gere. I'm trying to figure I find it now. It's not the dog. Yeah, I really is it the dog's tail? Is it? Oh, Hachi. Hachi. Did anybody see that Hachi? No. Oh, that's a that's a really good movie. But you cry. It's really sad. <laughs> Richard Gere is in it, and it's on. I'm going to see where it is. It's on Prime, but it might be on something else too. Yeah, Joan Allen is in it. <clears throat> And Richard Gere, it was uh, it was really good. I mean, it's it's like a dog and a between a dog and a man. How the bond, a friendship. It's in, it's really good. It's very tearful, though I will say. Oh, see, I'm looking at a review. It says right, a real tearjerker. It says that's what it's one of the reviews. And it it really was good. And it's not something you expect. You just don't think this is the way it's going to be, but it was really good. See, you know, if you really think about it, there's so many movies that it's it's hard to find the time, and it's hard, you know, to keep remembering all the things you've seen because over the last two years, that's what people did. Day right, in and, day and you out. made a point about the tearjerker. Sometimes that's like the mood you're in, like, a couple of weeks ago, I watched The Way with Martin Sheen on Prime, and it's um, directed by Emilio, his son, or, and it's basically Martin loses his son, who is played by Emilio. So that's a really interesting dynamic because his actual son is playing the one who died, and he has to go to um, Europe, and then he finds out that Emilio was doing that, you know, that big walk in Spain. And so he goes and he meets people along the way, and you see how it changes him. And it was such an experience watching it. I mean, when you think about it, it's really a movie about, you know, like the people, like the walking and the journey, and but it's so much more dealing with, like, the grief and all. And it was just so beautifully done. And like you were saying, well, Jennifer, that's what they now, say I want to go there. With the movie is that you watch the person transform during the movie. And that's what yes. is a very good, you know, that's a good movie when you start with it. And then they, you know, along the way they become better. Yeah, and Martin people. Sheen is one of those actors, too, that is just, he doesn't have to put it all off. Like some people overact. Like if you watch soap operas, they overact. Oh, no. I've yeah. noticed, like, the better ones are the more subtle ones where you can see the emotions under the surface. And Martin Sheen is definitely one of those. He's just so good in that movie. Yeah, I like Martin Sheen. There's so many I like. I mean, there really are, you know, and I like, uh, you know, Kevin Costner. I watch Yellowstone. Anybody? Yellowstone? No, my um, mom is trying to yeah, get me to watch that, though. Yeah, that's the one that we don't have. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have oh, Paramount, so it's... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You can't... It, it's really, you know, and it does get expensive to have everything because if you have cable, then you have Hulu. Then you have Prime. Then you know. I mean, it's there's a lot to be said. Netflix. You know, you add all these things up, it it ends up being very expensive. However, if you're even if Netflix is fifteen dollars a month, if you go to a movie, it's more than that. One movie. That's true. Yeah. You know, that's what's been happening. I I think. You know, and I don't know if they're. Did they have popcorn in the show? Are they? You know, letting you eat in the show. Yeah. 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 Yep. So popcorn, yep, yeah. So yeah. so popcorn like in a drink in a movie is more than that. Way more. That's true. You now know, we so got, you can get a whole yeah. month. We got HBO Max simply. Yeah. Because yeah. they were going to yeah. put the new Wonder Woman movie out and I was like I I've, I've been waiting for, you know, I think it was like four years by the time it came out or something like that. I had been waiting for that Wonder Woman movie. So that was the big thing. 
that when it came out, I had to watch the Wonder Woman movie. And I really like the fact that during the pandemic, they did put so many movies, you know, exclusively yeah, on that did. for people, yeah. you know, because you couldn't go to the theater. And um, I've watched that movie. I think they should do movie. plays like that. I think they should do more mm-hmm. plays like that. Because and I yeah. because a lot of people are not going to feel comfortable going to plays. But I don't know about you, but in Chicago, you're right on top of each other at a play, which I didn't like yeah. anyway before this. So I'm certain. Yeah. I mean, you're really close. Like if you have to get up for a second, they're like ready to like hit you because they're not happy if, they have to, if you're not at the end. We, and they're very you're very close together in a lot of these playhouses. I, I love movies more than plays, but I do think they they could put some of these plays on TV, like they did with Hamilton. Yeah. Right. You know, I think they could do it, you know, so people would see, you know, because a lot of people don't see the plays, you know, because it is quite expensive for a lot of people. And, you know, with pandemic, it is difficult to want to be sitting on top of people. And, cause, and I don't know about where you live, but in Chicago, a lot of the it's really close. They're close. You know, like too close. Yeah, I had season Before tickets this. to our theater, and because uh, I'm a big musical fan, and until the pandemic hit, and yeah. now Seattle has become so crime-ridden that it's just really difficult. I don't know if oh. I would go down there at night really? to go to a show because it's it's gotten really, really, Is really bad. And so really bad. So yeah, it's. Uh, so anyway, most of the businesses have actually moved out and just boarded up, and it's just kind of become a crime haven down there. But it, it's um, so sad. It's sad. But it's yeah, people come out of uh, the pandemic, and then they and then they uh, get hit with the uh, the crime wave. So people still aren't going to come back. But yeah, yeah I agree no. with the li- live shows that uh, yeah. One that's kind of in between is uh, Tick, Tick, Boom, which uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda directed. That is right. about yeah. uh, Jonathan Larson that did Rent. And that's such a tragic story. His story is so sad. But it's a uh, great musical. And that has Andrew Garfield in it, too, which was in The Eyes of Tammy Faye. And he's really become a really top-notch actor. So we, we, we have, we, There's so much we have to see what's going to happen. I mean, you know, it really is, you know, I don't, I mean, there's so many things that will have changed and are changing and have changed, you know, right now. So I don't know, you know, we don't really know how this is all going to be, you know, of what will come back and what won't and what's going to be different, you know, and what will be the same, you know. The restaurants have a hard time. It's very tough times now of knowing what we we don't know the future all the time. Like and not that we always knew the future, but we could kind of guess. But right now it's up for grabs for a lot of these things. And in the entertainment world it's pretty tough because, you know, um they cost so much money to do movies. So if they don't make money yeah. on the movies, this is not gonna happen. You know, and that's why yeah, they're going to Netflix and who and who and all show. those places. Yeah, Manifest was basically going to be canceled, and I think because so many people were at home watching it on Netflix, and it was like the number one um, show on Netflix for so long, and I think that's what basically brought out the the new season that's going to come out. I'm not sure when it's coming out, but they brought them basically an extra season because people were at home, and that was one that I found very riveting, where the plane um, disappears, but the people on the plane have no idea time has passed. That was just, I couldn't stop watching that one. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, that's an interesting thing to think about. Is that if they be get if they have you know if they get all these viewers, then maybe they will, you know, may, maybe that's how they do things. Because, uh, you know, it's, it's going to help the smaller viewers. indie movies like Coda. That is such a great all, movie, all, and yes, and it, and they filmed it on on a, a, a I'm sure a shoestring budget because there really isn't yeah. much you know involved. Yeah. It's just a fishing ship in a small house and. And right. uh, it's going to be these big, giant, um, mega buster movies that are going to find it hard to find back. But they seem to be of, making money, know. the big mega movies. They do. They, the the uh, people that yeah. they seem to be Spider-Man making movies. Has. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they just do. You know, I, there's one I, I, that I have tried to watch, and I really want to watch it, but I just, I never, it's Flea. Do you, have you watched Flea? No. It won F-L-E-A. a lot of awards, no. and I don't. No. You haven't watched it either. I just me neither. That's got a lot of seasons too, you know. And that one I haven't watched either, you know. 
Uh, Bridgerton. Yeah. We'll see next I, week I, on, uh, yeah, Bridgerton's great. My son like and I it. have a date yeah. next Friday to uh, go to Batman, and so we're going to see it in the theater. So we'll see if, you know, if that kind of reboots the theaters and to people going to the theater, and we'll see how many people people are there, you know, to see it. So I'm a Batman girl. Well, so. I think it'll be, I think it's going to be, it'll probably be making money. Those movies are making money. Yeah, Spider-Man was one that people who weren't going to go to the movies were, like, willing to go for that one. Yeah, see, that's it. Right. See, that's the thing. Um, I haven't seen The Power of the Dog. Did you? See, anybody see that one? Yes, I did. That's one of the ones. And it's, you did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's uh, you know, incredible acting. Benedict Cumberbatch, fantastic. It's just a really dark, depressing really dark movie and oh, really when they yeah. it, it kind of <laughs> lost a little bit of its uh um momentum i think for the yeah. uh oscars because everybody said it was going to win and now i'm kind of really cheering for coda just because it's such a different different kind of movie yeah. and so uplifting instead of this really dark dirty depressing just that you want to just go take a shower when you're done watching it <laughs> but great acting you know great acting yeah yeah good you know and the subject matter, and so yeah. See, that's the whole thing—the subject matter, you know. And Netflix bought that, and it's and it's streaming. It they didn't release it in the theater, and here it's but going to be the possibly the movie of the year, you know. Dependent, we'll see with the Oscars. Well, yeah. Well, Jane Campion, she's an excellent producer. To, you know, I mean, piano and things like yeah, that. Yeah, she wrote so. it, directed it. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And you know, I thought the piano yeah, it, had more. Even though it was a very dark, it had more uplifting moments yeah. than the power. Yeah, see, song, I think but. that's the problem. <laughs> I mean, people really don't want, you know, sometimes that dark. You know, I mean, they, they just, they just can't take. A lot of people can't take it. You know, that's what's happened now. You know, um, West Side Story. I didn't see it. You know, but. Um, Steven Spielberg always that put something the theater. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, it's, and, yeah. Di- and Disney just bought it, and so it's streaming now, too. But it's, yeah, beautiful. Who could take such a classic and make, remake it other than Spielberg? But he did, and it's it's great. And so Because he really is a good, yes, he's very good. He's such a talented guy. <laughs> then there's um, Being the Ricardos. I saw that one. I thought it was a very good script. It was a good script. And um, I thought Nicole Kidman did a good job, but you know, I mean, because it's a hard. That's and such a hard story too. again that I didn't know. I had no about, idea about it. You know, me neither. Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. And that's why it was so interesting because I had no idea. Right. I don't think that was. I mean, I never heard about it at all. And I, I'm a fan of Lucy. Yeah, I watch a lot. You know, I still watch some of the old shows. You know, but I. I did not know about this. So that's what makes the movie good because it, and to show what a powerhouse she really was and him, both of them, you know, they started things that other people never started, you know, with their filming techniques and everything. So they were, they were pretty, you know, people, they were like before their time, you know, and it's, it's called the lost daughter. That's it with Olivia Coleman. Mm-hmm. It, it's dark. Another dark. It is dark, and but the acting is incredible. See, that's the whole thing, right? There, there are a lot of dark films if you really think about it. This year, you know, are the ones out, but it's the acting, you know. And I think that's what the thing is. And you know, some of the smaller films, you know, those are the ones that usually win the Academy Awards. The Big, powerful movies that pe- they make money on, they don't win for best movie or things. They just make a lot of money, Very and funny. people enjoy them. Mm-hmm. They love them. You know. Right, I mean, which so is why they yeah. struggle with the Oscars of getting to people to watch the Oscars because people don't know the movies that, you know, well, that's that the are nominated. So, <laughs> Well, that's the whole yeah. thing, right. But I think and that's right, and that's, why when people used to watch the Golden Globes that we didn't have it, uh, it wasn't televised, but the Golden Globes that does cable and everything else so, Mm -hmm. uh, and it's a very different audience 
on the Golden Globes, you know, of how, you know, a lot of different movies are, you know, out there that you don't know about from the Academy because the Academy Awards, you know, you see like five or six movies that have made it and that's all that you talk about for the Academy Awards, not the other, you know. And it's unfortunate they don't talk about writers as much as they should because, you know, that's without the writers, there is no movie. There's no script. Yeah. It's, it, the writer is the should be, which is not the case, the number one, because that is who writes this movie and then the directors. But people only know the stars. You know, they don't always know the director or producers, you know. And because the Academy Awards is four, like four hours, <laughs> like three and a half hours, people really don't pay that much attention. They might have it on or they may just watch it, you know, uh, quips of it later on YouTube or something like that. It's a long show, like the Academy Awards. Yeah. But I still watch it. I still love it. And so many now, the uh, the director mainly uh, is the scriptwriter for the movie, and so I think that was the case for Power of the Dog and, and Nightmare yeah. Alley, yeah. And, and I think that they the the uh, director is writing the uh, screenplay, so that's an yeah. interesting, you know, that it's that's a very changed interesting definitely. concept. So, how it is now, yes, yeah, you know, and that's and that's the thing. The and you know, and I don't think people realize how hard it is to get a movie out there. I mean, even a bad movie, mm. it's hard. I mean, it it takes <laughs> a lot, and that's why you know I try to be watching a lot of things and just you know pay attention to it for the writer, director, whatever, because I think people don't realize how much work it takes to move, to get a movie made. You know, I mean, and it is unfortunate because, you know, I was an agent and I had so many good scripts for people that of my clients, but that's what happened. The writers, directors, you know, they started making their own movies. But all there were so many good scripts out there that it's that's really sad. So uh, I have a comment for people. If they have a script that's really good and that they think it's good, and it's make it into a book because somebody might find it someday. You have a, you have a shot. Like if you have a script, it goes in a drawer. But if you have a book, it's somewhere. So somebody might find it. You never know. I mean, that's how movies get made went from a book. So that would be my advice right. to people that are listening. If you have a good script, and you can write it as a book. You know, not everybody can, but if you could, this is a good thing, even if it's a novella, it, because at least you have a chance of somebody looking at it. Because there are a lot of production mm-hmm. companies that just want the book. They don't care about your script. They'll write their own script. They just want your idea, mm-hmm. and they'll buy it. I mean, it sounds easy. It's yeah, not, that's but, an interesting you know, point. Yeah, in yeah, the beginning, you know, that's, that's how I actually started out. I wanted to be a screenwriter, and then I was taking right. all these, like, writing conferences and classes, and I was hearing about all these people that were, like, top screenwriters that would, they would take project, and then that person would get fired, and they were no longer on it, and it was their script. Oh, and yeah. I, oh. it happened to be that I was writing, reading a book about this young adult author, and that's what she wanted to do. And somebody said, you know, she wanted to act, she wanted to direct, produce, and write. And they said, if you write a book, you are the director, you're the producer, you're the actor, you're, the, you're everything. Just you're by everything. writing it. And, and then, so that's, right. And, and, you know, there are a lot of people, because that's what I mostly did, is they took people's books, you know, but... Even that is hard. I mean, it is hard, but you know, this doesn't shouldn't stop people from doing what they want to do, which is why I have this show. Because after twenty some years of experience, I think people, if you have a good story, you should write it. You know, and because mm-hmm. you don't know, everybody for the Academy Awards, from Netflix to all of these people, they have if they had a good story, somebody took it, and somebody put it out there. So it doesn't mean it can't happen to regular people. It could. You know, right. and you don't, and that's the thing, you don't know. It could happen to you. Name of a movie, that's a name of a movie, but that's true. You know, I do <laughs> believe that, and I've taken some of my, you know, like a lot of my reviews will say, oh, this sounds like it could be a movie, I'm, and it is from a movie that I, you know, I had a script and I wrote it. I have 15, 20 scripts, I don't know. And so I am taking my scripts and making, it's very different, though. It is entirely different from writing a book to doing a script 
and this story is better as a book because you can you have time to you know really develop your character more than you do in just a screenplay but yeah and then, right. that's why I get a lot of those reviews too where people will say you know your books I could picture it as a movie and it's because well, then, you know right, when I was right, starting right, out like that's what I was thinking right yeah. so if people if you write a script use that as an outline you know as to for your book and you don't really know because somebody actually really could take it you know and I think that's a very good possibility for people if they're listening out there that if you have a good story, write it as a book. Because it's almost impossible to get your script done. That I will tell you. <laughs> that even if you get optioned, because I've been optioned, and it, it, it's still because it takes a lot of money to make a script. And like you said about Coda, it, even though it's a small movie, it still probably costs money to do it. Right, you know, it helped when Apple bought it for twenty five million. So it, you yeah, know, that that is definitely a help. A don't you think <laughs> that that is definitely <laughs> that's definitely cupcake, so. yeah, called a lifesaver. <laughs> that is definitely something. <laughs> we should all be so lucky, right, to, to have that happen to us. Yeah. All right. On that note, this has been fun. You know, there's a lot of you know, it, there's so much to talk about. You can never stop talking about because there's movie after movie. You know, and in case people don't, like, I've had a lot of shows that people have been watching the older movies because some of these old movies are really good. And if you're a writer of books, it's good to watch how these characters develop in their stories. You know, I I've, mm-hmm. old movies are a, really a backbone, I think, for people. And a lot of people, if you watch old movies, you learn, it's like a, it's like a lesson in acting, directing, you know, it, and there's a lot of women in the old, that did films in the past that are they're producing, directing, and you only know it because you see it on the screen, you know, when they're giving the credits. Mm-hmm. So yeah. in years ago, if you look at there's a lot of women that were directing then that, you know, for a while then it stopped. Now we have more female directors and producers. So that's a good thing. I mean, we've evolved. Is that what you would say? Evolved. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we are. We are who we are, right? Or resurrected. Anyway. I guess that would be a better. Yeah, word. yeah, there we are. Resurrected. <laughs> yeah, we'll use that. Well, some of those <laughs> classic <laughs> movies, you know, the ones that really stand the test of time, they do for a reason. Like I watched Waterloo Bridge um, recently, and I was just blown away by the acting in it. You know, Vivian yeah. Lee was just really something in that movie. I mean, some of the acting years ago was really good. You know, and and then when you watch some of it, you go, it's a very simple. Like there's a lot of them that are very simple scripts, and it's just all dialogue, but it's so good. You know, and if you really want to learn how to write good dialogue, watch the older films because that's all. It's it's not you don't have the action you do now. You so it's all talking. You know, and yeah. you can learn how to write dialogue. The chemistry yeah. was so much more important in the older movies too, like uh, Vivian oh, Lee and Robert Taylor. Waterloo Bridge is yeah. just you know, riveting. Right. And, you know, mm. I like, I watch Joan Crawford. I love her movies. I like Betty Davis. I mean, they have such strength of character in some of their movies. I mean, they really do, you yeah. know, and they, look at, they hold their movies, you know, and it's, you know, for now there's a lot of females doing it, but for many years, like, you know, many years ago, not even the old movies, the middle, the there weren't a lot of women that could hold a role you know, a role that would really be out there. They were always looking for male. Like Jessica Chastain, she has made a difference. Nicole Kidman, you know, they've really, you know, Lady Gaga, Barbara Streisand, you know, they've pushed their way in to be good actresses. They're really good. Yeah, you know, and and with a lot of um, variety, like, like a Barbara Stanwyck or a Carol Lombard back in the day. Yeah, you know, there, yeah. I mean, there were the there were the ones like Audrey Hepburn. Kind of, she kind of stayed true to type in a lot of her movies, although she's excellent. Yeah. But you know, like a Vivian Lee took took more chances, and like a Barbara Stanwyck yeah. was more varied. Oh, Barbara Stanwyck, yeah, 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 and Joan Crawford. She took a lot of roles, but she, you know, but she has those strength roles of women. You know, yeah. not always one you want to be your best friend. <laughs> She's a little tough, you know, but I love her, you know. And so, I mean, yeah, I think people are, I've actually, from some of the shows that I've had in the past about Hollywood, I see that people are actually watching some old things and some, and the old series too, 
you know, because mm-hmm. Peacock has that, you know, a lot of old series. Like, I turned it on, they have, like, Highway to Heaven, and as soon as I heard the music, it's like, makes you want to feel like you want to cry when you're watching, mm-hmm. you know. And, but, it, it, you know, there is a lot to be said, like the Hardy Boys and all of that. We have to start somewhere. So I think the kids, you know, they a lot of kids are watching a lot of older things now, you know, and I think that's a good thing to see what was before. You know, and we don't know how what's going to be portrayed now. Will it be very interesting to see what happens uh, in the um, next coming years of what people will portray, or if they even want to talk about this? Because I, I we have <laughs> pros and cons on both sides. So I'm debating on my one of my characters. Will she talk about this or not, or just say I think she's just using a word viruses. She's a doctor and she just needs to get away. So I might she might just use virus because I think. Uh, that could be anything, you know. Yeah. Because there's a lot of pressure for a lot of doctors now, you know, and nurses. They're they're under extreme pressure. So um, it remains to be seen what's going on. So anyway, all right. So where can um, Jen tell everybody where they can find your books and a little bit about what your next project is before we go? Uh, on Amazon, uh, Jennifer Connor, and uh, I have a World War One. Uh, and a romance coming out uh, called Roughing the Diamond, and then a World War One called uh, Broken Faces that hopefully will be out in the next couple of months. And so looking forward to that. That's good. Okay. Kristen? Well, you can find me at kristenlindsay.com. My books are on Amazon under Kristen Lindsay Hager. And I will give you an exclusive that nobody knows about yet, I have not announced this, but I'm going to be re-releasing my young adult book, Dating the It Guy. It will be updated, and they will be an epilogue, and you will find out what happened to Brendan and Emmy several years down the road, because they're in high school in the book. But you're going to find out what happens after she graduates from college. Uh-oh. That's a good thing. <laughs> a lot happens then. All right, and yeah. I think next week uh, – I think you're going to be on next week, possibly, with Bonnie Trackenberg. We'll be talking about um, just, you know, emotions and how things have, you know, in life have changed. It's, you know, I'm going to have a few shows like that, but then I'm also having a show with Vincent Zandri and uh, Dick Belsky. We're going to be having a show on men cooking, and Fran Lewis will be with me on that show. Because a lot of men had to learn how to cook and do things when the restaurants were all closed during the pandemic. So they've learned. So that'll be kind of a fun show. They're very good authors, and we're going to hear how they cook for themselves. And uh, Fran and I will be on because both of us really don't like to cook. So we're going to hear from the men how that goes. And if you have any ideas or things you would like, just notify me, and I'll have a show on it because I'm interested in a lot of different subjects. And Jen, thank you, and Kristen, thank you, and. Uh, I write, wrote some notes down of the things that you've been watching, so I hope people out there are listening. And we will be doing Gilded uh, Age in April, right, the January on that show. So, And that will be from Without Abbey. So that's going to be interesting to talk yeah. character to character because they have there's some really good characters. But I, I don't know, Gilded Age should be done soon by then, I think. Yes, so, it, yeah, the historical it, it might, movies will be I don't be know how many there are. I, yeah, I don't know how many there are, but I think now it's like the sixth or something. So, good acting. Yeah, um, good acting, and, and a lot <laughs> of newer costume. people. But these people have been in place, <laughs> so that this will be very interesting because these these people in Gilded Age are a lot of people that have been acting on the stage for years. Yeah, Broadway, Broadway people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have to do new things. You know, that's you know. And anything with Kristen Bransky, I'm watching. I like her. She's great. <laughs> yes, she's <laughs> great. All right. Thank you, everybody. And well, thank you so much. All right. And take okay. care. Thank All you. right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.